y'all get ready for another edition of News and Trends with your host, Dave and Lynn. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of News and Trends with Dave and Lynn. I'm Dave Coker, one of your hosts and promoter and event planner, and I'm sitting here with my partner, Mr. Leonard Young. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, how you doing? This is Leonard Young, CEO of National Black Guide, uh, <clears throat> media specialist and all-around good guy. How you doing, Dave? Hey, I'm here, man. I'm here. I want to give a special shout-out to DJ Tim Dog for an intro, and uh, DJ Tim Dog, yeah. Uh, we have to we have to make sure we get a shout out. We you know this is you know if we don't we get shot. Anyway, so we want to make sure that we uh, support our brother, right. one of the top DJs the, in the, the tri-state the, uh, area. The People's Champ, right? Yeah, the People's Champ. Okay. There you go, there the People's is. Champ. But anyway, um, how was your week? Man, it, it was good. No complaints. You know, a, a nice uh, quiet weekend at home and just try to catch up on some work. You know, rest and relax. I caught up on some uh, some shows. I, I watched uh, Hawk. Hawkeye. On, oh, the uh, new the, the, the new Marvel series one. on. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah that, that that was pretty good. And I, I mean, other than that, just relax. Okay. All right. What, what about you? Uh, well, actually, let me see. I'm trying to think. The week was such a blur. I mean, you know, you figure we leave here, we do the show, we figure we got a whole week before we see each other again. It seemed like it's a couple days, don't it? It just goes by so fast. Mm-hmm. Um, the weekend was good. Um, actually, we've been blessed with some decent. Decent weather. I mean, considering the time of year. So, um, that's been a blessing. So hopefully it'll continue that way for a little bit longer. You know, I don't know what Christmas is going to look like yet, but I hey, hope, we'll see. Ho- hopefully not, not too cold. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully it'll be a mild winter. So we'll, we'll go from there. But, um, we want to thank everyone who is tuning into us and joining with us today. And for those that have been following us and listening to the podcast, we really appreciate each and every one of you. If you hear anything today that you want to comment about or feel free, you want to throw some things out there to us, feel free to go ahead and put it in our chat area, um, make your comments and everything, and we will do our best to try to get back to you. Um, hopefully, you know, we see you doing the show. We'll, we'll comment about it. You'll hear our comments about it. But, you know, we want to thank you once again for tuning in with us. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Make sure you like us. Make sure you follow us. Um, social media, we're on Facebook. Make sure you like us on Podbean. And we are coming to all major podcast platforms. So news and trends with Dave and Lynn. Share with a friend. Yep, that's right. There you go. A <laughs> man over there rhyming. Listen to him, y'all. He's going to do 16 bars for yeah, you. You got to nah. listen to him, all maybe, right? Maybe, maybe like four bars. Okay, four you know, bars. Four. Okay, all right. Um, well, let's let's get into it, man. Yeah, what so, what well, we got to talk about? Well, you, you know, um, so the, the first thing, so of course, you know, we definitely want to send our condolences to anybody who was affected by the <clears throat> tornadoes that went through, you know, the Midwest, Kentucky, and I guess parts of Tennessee. Right. Um, you know, watching that aftermath, and you know, I think us being here in Delaware, you know, we're kind of lucky because we don't see a lot of it. But, you know, there have been uh, certain circumstances where, you know, um, I, I, I think it was last year. I know there was a roof that got blown yeah, off a house, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. but, you know, widespread like it was in, uh, Kentucky, you know, we, at, at least not in my lifetime, I've not seen that here in Delaware. 
Well, it's interesting when you see these type of uh, natural disasters and, uh, you know, these these hurricanes and these tornadoes. And it's, it's really weird because being here in Delaware, we have been kind of shielded from those right. type of things. I mean, every now and then we'll get bad storms or whatever the case may be, but nothing to the destruction that we saw there in Kentucky and in the surrounding areas or in the past, like, you know, what's happened down in Louisiana on a couple of different occasions mm-hmm. and oh, so yeah, forth, the, the flooding. you know, with the flooding and so forth. So, I mean, up until recently during the summer when we had that flooding, you know, that, went, and oh, that went yeah. on around, yeah. it yep. went on, well, it hit it some did. parts of Delaware, you know, right. where we had some flooding and whatever, but not to the degree that it hit outside yeah. of here, right. you know, and so it's, it's just interesting. And so, yes, we definitely have to give a shout out to those people especially the ones that have lost their lives there. But I know I saw some of the footage on what was going on there, and I was just like, wow, that's crazy. Definitely. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, when you look at these things, and, you know, I think back to um, Jamaica with a couple of hurricanes they mm-hmm. had there and seeing the Haiti. destruction Haiti. Yeah. You know. I mean, Haiti always gets so bad. It seems like they have to rebuild, you know, their whole country about once All every the time. year. Yeah. And, and. And these are not just bad storms. The destruction that it, that happens from these storms, you know, it reminds you of the story of the three little pigs, you know, with right, yeah, because you know that house of brick, you know, seemed like a very smart idea, you know, when you right. look at it, and you know that's why when you look at these new houses that are being born, I mean, built these days. And you look at how quickly they put them up and, you know, everything's prefab and, you know, and they, they put them up so fast and you wonder what's going to happen when right. a natural disaster comes through, like a hurricane or a blizzard or something like that and how well the house is going to hold up. I don't know if you remember a couple of years ago, uh, prior to the pandemic, there was some bad storms that came through and I know a friend of mine's brother's house, he had posted pictures on, on Facebook. Um, he lived down in Middletown. Half of the house was missing on the side. Wow. <laughs> because everything, the, the wind blew everything apart. And his house is less than 10 years old, mm-hmm. you know. And, you know, it just tells you a lot that, and then some of these older houses that are built with all wood and mostly um, that do not have the uh, uh, heavy brick foundation to it. Right. Those are the houses that you see that are really yeah, getting definitely. messed up, you know. Plus, so. you know, um, with the tornadoes, you know, it's always weird. <clears throat> so, of course, you know, in Alabama, they talk about that some um, tornado alley. And I was watching this show, and you know, of course, they were just kind of documenting the the tornadoes coming to through, specifically through trailer parks, and how they would just take those trailers, like if they were not bolted down. They would take them and, and literally like slingshot them across the park. So really, yeah, I mean, de- definitely serious. And I mean, I mean, so is everything bolted down down there? Yeah. So like where where we are, um, all of our trailers, and I mean, it's pretty much regulation that trailers have to be bolted down. So either, and I I know it sounds funny and it looks a little crazy. They'll literally have a metal strap going over oh, wow. the trailer that's bolted down. Or they'll have a concrete pad under the trailer right. and the frame will be bolted down that way. So, um, you know, de- definitely a safety precaution. And, uh, you know, but, you know, the, the reason why I mentioned this, Dave, is because, you know, I was reading an article and, 
you know, I think I can kind of relate on both sides, but, you know, definitely on on, you know, the victim side. But so there was a factory in Kentucky and <clears throat> when when the hurricane was coming, um, some of their emergency sirens went off. Right. So, of course, as an employee, you know, you hear the emergency siren, you're like, OK, you know, time to close up shop. Let me get ready to go home. The supervisor or manager at this plant told them that if they leave, they are likely to get fired. Okay. So, I mean, like, we, we already know what that sounds like. So, of course, you know, the employees, you know, they did not want to lose their job. So, a lot of them stayed. Um, as they stayed, they kind of sheltered, you know, sheltered in place and hunkered down and all that. And, of course, you know, the, the tornado ripped through that factory. So I, I don't know if you can see the pictures here. Yeah, it, it, it's pretty yeah, bad. I mean, know? like yeah. b before and after, right. yeah. you know, of course, a lot of employees died. And now, you know, people are looking at the, the supervisors and managers and, and maybe even and the are they all Are they all still alive? I'm, I'm not sure. that made these calls? I'm, I'm not sure. I'm okay. not sure. But, you know, regardless, people are looking at just the, the institution of that workplace as, okay, there's a safety matter going on and you're trying to discourage your employees from leaving so they can continue working. You know, right. I mean, we, we, which is just crazy. So, and, and what it kind of made me think about, of course, we don't have tornadoes like that, but it kind of made me think about snow. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a lot of times here in Delaware, you know, we'll, we'll get snow and it's sometimes supposed to be big and, Sometimes employees don't let you off when you think you should be getting off oh, based yeah. on what's forecast. Yeah, so, yeah. Now, you probably know better than I do, but like, how, how do you feel, you know, working where you work and hearing what's coming opposed to, you know, what your supervisors and managers are saying if you were to leave early? Well, let me say this. I, you know, I'm, I'm a person that works for the state. And of course, you know, we get kidded a lot that the state is off at the drop of a hat or whatever the case may <laughs> right. be. And, it, it, and, and one thing I will say, working for the state as a state employee, speak, uh, shout out to all my state employees out there. You know, you know how we would get when snow's, when, when we think snow's coming our way, mm -hmm. you know, all of us, look, half of us don't wake up early any other time, but right. we wake up early to check those yep. reports when those exactly. snow, when snow's heading our way. And because we want to find out if we're going to be off or not. Mm -hmm. Now, unfortunately, for the state, not for us, but for the state, we haven't had those kind of snows over the last few years that we have been off a lot, just very sparingly yeah, have we been definitely. off. But the thing that has upset us, and and I'm sure other people that work as well, is that um, we have been at work when there's been really heavy snow coming down, and We'll end up working most of the day, and then they'll say, "Okay, we're getting ready to send you guys home." <laughs> we we're saying at, at the end of the day. Yeah, towards the end of the day. Like it's been a couple times. Like our normal day is um, eight to four thirty. Um, three thirty, they'll send us home, and of course everybody else is on the road at the time because right. other people have been sent home too, and it gets really crazy out there because everybody's trying to get home. Now I live ten. 12 minutes away from my job. I know a couple years ago there was a downpour. They sent us home at 3, 3.30, somewhere around that. It took me 45 minutes to clean my car off because of all the snow oh, wow. on the car. That's how much snow was coming down before they made this call. And it took me two hours to get home. 
damn. <laughs> two hours. Hold to on. Get home. So did did you take a different route than you normally no, did? No, so I took you the took same, the same I took route, the same you route that I and wow. my route from my from here from my job to my house is pretty much a straight out ride except for one right hand turn. Mm-hmm. You know, and and you know, and I chose to go the main road instead of taking the back road because I didn't know what was going on oh, back yeah. there. So I took the main road to stay, you know, to make sure I see everything in case there were plows out, whatever the case may be. Two hours to get home. Hold on. So it took you 45 minutes to clean off your car. And another two, two hours, hours to get to home. On the road. Right. So normally you would have got off at 4.30, been home by 4.45. Oh, I could be home by 4.45. So, but this day you got off at 3.30. And <laughs> I still got, got home. Like still, and o'clock, actually, actually got home later right, than that I would have. So, you know. But that's that's typical when we have these bad um, warning, uh, weather warnings and and announcements that are coming our way. Like you know we're getting ready hit. You know we're getting ready to get into the dead of winter. You know everybody reads the almanac and say, oh okay, don't worry, it's supposed to get hit this year or whatever. We brace ourselves and wait for the snow. Um, but like I said, we haven't really had any bad snows of late. Um, Knock on plastic. I'm not right. on wood, but I'm knock on plastic at the moment. But I'm just saying that if I was in Kentucky and, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm hearing this and, you know, what about the people that called out? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I know. <laughs> you know, because they said, because they took heed to what was being said. Hey, yeah, look, definitely. you probably should get your family, go, go somewhere else. Or, or, you know, if you have a, a storm cellar or, you know, right. or have a basement that you can, that you can call a safe or whatever the case may be, just get yourself together and do what you need to do to be safe. Work, don't go to work. Call yeah. out. But then if you got these, these bosses selling you, hey, look. Right, you'll, you'll be fired. You'll if be you fired leave. if you leave. I wonder what they said to the people that called out. Uh, I mean, they, they probably didn't say anything. So, you know, looking at the article, it says that, so there was one guy who specifically went to his manager and said, Hey, I would like to leave his, um, he said, I would like to leave, but they told me I'd be fired. Even with the weather like this, he said, you're still going to fire me. The manager said, yes. Right. Um, and they said that the other managers at the facility started taking roll call of all the employees to see who left. Okay. We, we, I mean, you know, which is just crazy. All right. Now the, the company denied, of course, okay. that, you know, that was said, but, um, but we're, all we have to wait is for it to pop up on TMZ with the recording. Yeah. Cause somebody yeah, recorded that conversation. Definitely. Somebody look, first of all, I'm not walking. If I hear that from another employee that that person said that, the next thing I'm doing is I'm going in the office <laughs> and I'm going to have my phone on and I'm going to have the same conversation with that person. Right. Now, have, have you ever been in a situation? I mean, cause you know, like with the snow, you know, you know, I, I'll tell you, it's funny because here in Delaware up north, everyone assumes that people can just drive in the snow, you know? So like, I, I know some people are not great drivers, period. Like how, how do you feel looking at the amount of snow coming down? knowing what that projected forecast is and having your boss telling you, nope, n- not time to go yet. Like, is there ever a point where you just make a decision? Well, one thing, now another thing I'm going to say about working for the state, you know, um, 
we have options. You know, we can flex our time or we can, you know, we can take paid time off if we had to leave, if we felt comfortable. And we have some people, like my job, we have a lot of uh, people who are transient people who have moved here from other places. And like I have a, a pretty close friend at the job. Uh, she moved here from New York. She didn't learn how to drive until she got here, right. you know, <laughs> and she bought her first car when she got here. So she's been here about five years, six years now. So and she's still not 100 percent comfortable driving, driving, period, period. Right. You know, on, so on regular now roadways. you're talking about, you know, so when rain comes and snow comes, you know, she gets a little nervous. So usually what happens is that, you know, people like her or some other people that may not be that comfortable with driving. We'll leave. Yeah. You know, say, hey, look, um, I'm sorry. You know, I got to go. I can't be out there driving in this stuff. And I'm not, you know, I don't like driving on dry land. You mm -hmm. got me driving in this, you know. So um, and we have, you know, they have options of being able to use their time or whatever the case may be. But if you're in a situation like what happened <laughs> in this story that you're talking about, that's crazy because, first of all, they are opening themselves up to a lot of lawsuits. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. And especially if people die, if any of those people, well, obviously the person telling the story didn't die, but what if somebody else had that same conversation and they were one of the people that died? Yeah. Or what if one of the bosses died? Yeah, exactly. That had that conversation with them. You know, so... That's a, that's, you know, that's a whole can of worms that's about yeah, to open. Definitely. And Pandora's box is definitely open right oh, now. Oh yeah, no, I'm, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, um, it also says that, um, so a spokesman for the company said that, um, we've had a policy in place since COVID. Employees can leave anytime they want to leave and then come back the next day, which I'm like, <laughs> sure. Like, yeah. I mean, I, th I, you know, that's because it hit MB. Is that NBC? Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they, they, we got to make sure we, right. we look they, good for NBC. They got to make sure they say everything appropriate. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Well, it, it is what it is. And I'm sure we haven't heard the end of this because, um, the families with people that were left behind, you know, due to people passing and, and so forth in this, in this tragedy. Um, I'm sure you're going to hear a lot about the lawsuits and everything that's about to happen. Oh, yeah. And unfortunately, it won't bring those people back. But, you know, it is what it is these days. This is what happens when you have these type of situations. You know, we talked about the Astro World thing uh, recently, a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, <laughs> they're saying that lawsuits are going to come out billions. of that. Yeah. Billions and billions of dollars. And they're trying to figure out how how Travis Scott is going to be able to, to come back from yeah. this. I you mean, know, but he's still out on the road performing. Did well, you see that? Well, I mean, I also did hear, hear he pulled from a lot of... um Because there was yeah, death threats like, and everything. Yeah. I heard he, that. He pulled. His sponsors have been dropping him. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think he was supposed to come out with some type of book. Him and uh one yeah, of the generals was to come out with yeah, the book. Yeah, because they had a picture. They showed the picture that was supposed to be on the cover. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's definitely crazy. Yeah, so. but see, and that's what happens when you have these type of major things that happen. So um, we want to say to the families if, um, and to everyone who may have relatives or anything that might have been affected and friends that might have been affected. I know I was on the phone calling friends and texting friends uh, 
that I have in Tennessee um, during this whole thing to make sure that they were all right. Unfortunately, um, they were fine. They said that there was a lot of rain and stuff in their area, but um, they didn't get it like what was going on um, outside of there. So that was that was good. So, gosh, now um, one feel good story I do want to let you know about. So I saw yesterday on social media and I mean, I think it was on ABC News. It was documented. There was a guy from a neighboring town, maybe a neighboring state. He had one of those big smoker grills Mm -hmm. and he loaded up his grill onto the back of his truck. He bought all this meat and he went to one of these um, ravaged areas in Kentucky and just started cooking food for the people who were there. Cause you know, he said, okay, if your lights off, that means you don't have no refrigerator, no stove. The restaurants are closed. You know, you may not have a car. You may not have anywhere to get any place to eat a black man. And, uh, <laughs> I, I just want to throw that out yeah, there for, yeah. for, for good measure. Yeah. But I mean, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm sure with that too, I'm sure there are a lot of good Samaritans who are donating food and, you know, even, you know, helping people however they can as well. Yeah. Well, that's, that's good that they, that we have somebody to think that way and make sure that, that they feed people or whatever they're, uh, and feed people. Hopefully they're not stealing the cows from anybody right. you know? <laughs> or the pigs from anybody, but that's a good gesture and, and good. Um, we're glad to hear that people are definitely doing that. So, um, we can, um, say, um, praying for you guys down there and, um, hopefully everything will, um, get better for you. Okay. <laughs> Yep. Now, now, Dave, I gotta say, this next story is <laughs> is kind of near and dear to my heart. Okay. Because um, you know, I, I was a an athlete growing up, whatever sport it was, football. I got accepted to University of Delaware to play football, but I I decided to dec- decline. Okay. Yeah, there we go. Okay. But right. you know, in, anyway, so you know, I I grew up swimming, and uh, you know, I swam in middle school, high school, college, and you know, that that was my thing. So you know, recently, you know, I saw something. I almost couldn't even believe it when I saw it. So course we're in Delaware so it's not even far away at University of Pennsylvania there is a swimmer who is breaking all the records right so this woman's name is uh Leah Thomas and this woman is a transgender swimmer so um Leah I'm and I'm not sure what the name was before Leah but I'll just say Leah so Leah prior was a a male swam three years on the University of Pennsylvania swim team, was a good swimmer on the swim team. Recently, um, Leah transitioned from male to female and is now still on the swim team, but the women's swimming team. Now, the the reason why there's a lot of, uh, a lot of uproar right now is because Leah has been breaking all the records everywhere Leah's gone she's been breaking the meat records the pool records the school records and it has a lot of people feeling a certain way you know I I know we always hear about um, you know transgenders in sports and how that may affect things but one article I read said the way it's going Leah Thomas is going to be headed to the NCAA swimming championships and is most likely to break NCAA records as well as possibly world records for women's swimming. Talking about she will possibly break Katie Ledecky's, you know, some of some of her records. So 
you know, with that said, how, how do you feel about that? Do you feel it's an unfair advantage, or do you just feel like this is the new way of sports? Well, I think this is I think this is the new way of sports, and how we were definitely the sports is definitely um, heading. Um, I'm trying to be. <laughs> you know, we say political. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm trying to be because this has been this is something that's been coming for a while with different sports. I know there's been a couple um men who transitioned and wanted to play basketball um on the women's basketball teams and so far they haven't allowed it to happen. But it's coming, just like this happened. Um, I actually know a young lady that um, is in at uh, Duke Med that's going to school at Duke Medical um, School, and you know she was a basketball player um, in high school, and she is now transitioned into a male and goes and is a male now and you know and you know when you look at this and this is happening on a regular basis you know it's going to be hard to say no <clears throat> to everyone that wants to play sports still and be on some type of sports team as the new person that they are now right okay so how do we stop it from happening I don't know we can because there's going to be the LGBTQT wait did I say that right LB LBGTQ yeah Q or something something oh, we we got that all messed up yeah uh, allegedly allegedly <laughs> okay um I know they they right now they're at the strongest that they ever been their voice is, is is like magnificent mm -hmm. and loud at the moment and so Whatever, you know, these type of things are definitely being championed and that they want to make sure that they have all the possibilities and all the, the same, um, benefits and, and, and also get all the accolades and things when it comes to things that they do like anybody else. So when you, it's, it's kind of, uh, a, <laughs> You know, you got to be careful about what side of the fence you're going right. to jump off of, you know, with this whole subject, because if she is definitely classified as a woman now, and, and, and she is, then she should be able to compete as a woman. Same thing, vice versa. If, the, uh, if a woman to a man has been classified as a man, then they should be able to compete as a man. The only problem is, we know that if you were a man and you become a woman, that you have an unfair, an unfair advantage. advantage. And <laughs> that's why we're going to have the issues that we're going to have. And especially if this person continues to break records, um, that people, you know, that have been household names like a Ledecky right. and, and, and uh, other uh, Lindsey Franklin right. and other all these Olympians. types of people, you know, so, you know, you have to be, it's going to be interesting how they handle it. And first of all, 
how the Olympics handle it if they decide to try to get into the Olympics. So looking here, so we've already had somebody in the Olympics who was a transgender. Now, now that was from another country, right? Yeah. Yep. So right here it says, yeah, um, Yeah, the weightlifter. Yeah, that's right. Yep. So the, the weightlifter was a male transitioning into the female. But you know, this wasn't as big of a controversy because he, she did not meddle. Right. Now, if she had medal and got first place and broke a record, you know, we, we probably would have heard a lot more of it. But um, but it, it still was a little bit. Cause I remember hearing some of the story. It still was a little bit of a controversy because she made the Olympic team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. So, yeah. so she, you know, she knocked, so somebody, she knocked out. somebody out. Right. That was legitimately female. You yeah. know what I mean? So. And, and, and you know, I, I definitely agree. You know, like when I was trying to think about this early, I was trying to think, OK, what would make it fair? Like, OK, if it's a team sport. Or an indi- so if it's an individual sport, then I just don't see any way to make it fair because they're probably going to be stronger, faster. Um, you know, like if we're talking about track, weightlifting, swimming, you know, all these individual sports, you know, I, I just don't see how it makes sense. And, you know, um, when I think about my daughter um, and, and my, my daughter doesn't compete in the athletic sports, but she dances and, you know, does cheerleading. But, you know, when I think of like the athletic sports, you know, how can in some of these sports, how can a girl compete with somebody who used to be, um, you know, a, a, a boy or a man? Right. You know, I mean, it just doesn't make sense. Now, now one thing I did think about that I think would um, reset the playing field. OK, so if we have men's records, women's records then I could see having a transgender record class as well, which um, for individual sports, that, that's the only way I see that working. They might have to go that way. And actually, that's not a bad thought. And Or they're going to have to have a separate competition. Yeah. But we already know with a separate competition, I don't know what that spectator view is going to look like because well, it might be big. I don't, I mean, it may be. Yeah, yeah. It you may. know, it may be big because if you have – the the people who will support that, you know, um, and we know, you know, they would be supported. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that they can get people to come out to these things. I mean, you know, because think about it. These are people that we're reading about are people that have actually done it. But think about the people that haven't stepped out on faith right. yet that want to do it, that have gone through these surgeries and trans um, transition. And, you know, we, we talked about... Uh, you know, it's been a lot of controversy about Dwayne Wade's daughter now, mm-hmm. who used to be a boy. Right. Okay. And what if they wanted to play some type of sport? You know, whether she, what if she wanted Basketball to follow? Yeah, that. that's what I'm yeah. saying. What if she wanted to follow her, her father's footsteps and wanted to play basketball as a female and excelled at it? Are they going to tell her that she can't play? Um, given who she okay. is? Um, we don't know. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. Are look, you, it you, was accepted. It was accepted when Bruce Jenner decided he wanted to be become a woman. But I mean, he wasn't athletics at the time, though. Either. No, no, he wasn't. Yeah. But I watched this man in the Olympics. Yeah, I, I, I he was the, the world's greatest athlete. Like, yeah, and he he was on point. Yeah, he was the world's greatest athlete. He he won the gold medal. Uh, I mean, you know, right. you know, in the decathlon, the hardest. The hardest feat in the Olympics to do. Okay. 
and now he's walking around as a woman. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's just interesting that you know this whole the whole world that we're in, whatever. Not saying that we have any issues with what people decide with their own bodies or whatever the case may be, you know. But you know, it's still you have to be you still have to look at competition and, and what's fair and what's not fair. Yeah, and you you know, I also feel like if there was a uh, a transgender class. You know, I'm, I'm just trying to think about what that would look like because, okay, individual sports, you know, I mean, I can see that. But I wonder, like, would they be able to get enough for team sports and team sports to have a league? And if there was a league, so, you know, one of the things I think about is, okay, so, you know, before the WNBA started, um, you know, women wanted the same opportunity to play professional basketball as men. And, you know, of course, that that's what the WNBA was founded on. And once it started, you know, and even to this day, the women don't feel like they get paid. Oh, they don't. Fairly. They don't. And I mean, I I know they're comparing it to the men and, you know, they don't they don't feel they get paid fairly. And I can guarantee you if we had professional transgender sports, I I can almost guarantee they're going to make money. They are. I see. I I feel like they're not going to feel like they get paid fairly. I either. think they're going to get. You I think, think so? they're going to make money. I'll tell you why. Because then again, that um that LBGTQ um community is very very powerful right now, and if they pushed it, they I I think they can get the the monies and and get the teams to so um the people to support those teams and everything. So let's just say um, what's going on with the WNBA. Um, I watch the WNBA, so I, I'm familiar a lot mm-hmm. with what goes on with that. They just got a raise in salary. Um, the last few years, they've, they've gotten a raise in salary. They just pushed their schedule to 36 um, games, which means they'll get more money during the course of the season. A lot of those players, to make ends meet, Right after the basketball, their regular basketball season is over. They go overseas and play a whole nother season overseas. Oh, yeah. You know, so they can make the money. You know, on an average, the average salary is anywhere from 100,000 to 150,000. And that's well, it. Oh, over here in the U.S.? Yeah. Oh, and you know, to be honest, that's better than what I thought it was. No, but, it, and they just recently got that way. Okay. Now, some of the, the well-known players, um, you know, like a Candace Parker or somebody like that, they make, you know, they do pretty well because they have endorsements right. and they have other jobs that they do, work on ESPN and stuff like that. But but their main salary is nothing compared to what an NBA, a NBA rookie comes in the league and can make a couple million dollars a mm-hmm. year and hadn't even played any right. basketball yet. Exactly. When you got an established star in the WNBA that's been doing it five or six years, and they can't they can't get over two hundred thousand dollars. So, um, how how much do you think Candace Parker makes? Uh, Candace is one of the more higher paid ones in the league. So, um, and there you go. Wow. What did tell them what you see? Okay, so I I just Google it right now because that's I, her base I, salary. That's her that now that doesn't include endorsements. Yeah, or yeah, anything no, but like I mean that. That, that's just her WNBA. Yeah. So I just Googled it right now and and. It, I, and Candace Parker, <laughs> let me, let me, I'm stopping him. 
Candace Parker is one of the biggest and most well-known players in the league. So her team just won the championship this year. Go ahead. Tell them how much she made. So Candace, oh, hold on. So tell, um, hold on a day. So before we do that, let's see what the NBA minimum salary is. Okay. <laughs> you know, just, just, just so we can do a comparison here. 1%. Look, she makes one percent of what those guys make. <laughs> I guarantee you. Watch. Oh man. Okay. So this article right here. <clears throat> okay. So just for reference, Go ahead. the NBA minimum salary is nine hundred and twenty-five thousand two hundred and fifty-eight dollars. So, so almost a million. Yeah. So pretty much a little shy than a million. Like I said. Okay. Did I say around one percent? Yeah. Um, so we're not we're not even going to talk about the WNBA minimum salary, but we're going to talk about one of the top sal. Or in fact, here it looks like it's the top mm. salary in the WNBA is a hundred and ninety five thousand mm. dollars. So we're going from the best person in the WNBA to the minimum in the NBA, and it's a seven hundred thousand yeah. dollar difference. Well, now. You're looking at, let me see. Now that's her team. Okay. Okay. The players that you're looking at. So Candace Parker makes $190,000 base salary for the WNBA. That doesn't include her endorsements. Now with endorsements and so forth, she's probably closer to around three to 500,000 with endorsements and everything. But her base salary, y'all. It's $190,000. And she's been in the league 14, 15 seasons. So think about that. Okay. Um, Diana Taurasi, who was just voted the greatest female basketball player of all time, WNBA mm-hmm. female basketball player, the number one person. How much does she, what's her base salary? So she is at 228000 Yes. Jesus. Yes. Okay. So, so, and she was voted the GOAT in the WNBA, okay, of all time. This season she was voted that in a poll. So that should just tell you the discrepancies in, in, in reference to what could possibly happen with these gender type situations. These transgender type situations, um, is not fair. That's why Venus and Serena fought so hard mm-hmm. to, in tennis, to try to get the tennis on world to see the discrepancy as far as the pay for the same tournaments that the men were playing in. And there was a big discrepancy as far as the salaries. Now that's, that gap is, is considerably lessened. So if the men make two million, the women are making like 1.5 to 1.7 million dollars now, which right. is which is which is great, you know, considering what it was before. They might have been making, you know, 500 thousand or something like that in the past. Right. So, so Dave, so just now I googled the base salary for WNBA players. Mm-hmm. A player, a base salary for a WNBA player, zero to two years is 58 thousand dollars. Um, yeah. If they hit three years plus, it's seventy thousand dollars. Now, you know, we, and, and it's so crazy because we have people coming out of. We live in Delaware, right? Delaware has one of the uh, in the WNBA. They have a Delaware player who's one of the top players in the WNBA. Let's see what her salary is. 
Elena Delanar. Uh, in case people were wondering who I was talking about, one of the top players in the WNBA. Her base salary, two hundred twenty-one. Okay, she, she getting money, so yeah, she, so she's, she's right behind she's the other right girl. Be, Yeah, so she's she's up there. She's we actually have two players in the WNBA from Delaware. There's another young lady, um, Yolanda uh, Yolanda um, Laney. I mean, I'm sorry. Um, Benaja Laney, that her, Yolanda's her mother. Oh, she, you you got to spell that. Benaja. Um, I think it's B-E-N-I-J-A-H. Laney. There you go. Oh, it's on her. So she related to the other Laney? Yolanda. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, now, she gives she, oh, yeah. And she actually, got a nice salary. Yeah, she just started getting that money because the last couple of years she really started playing well. Mm-hmm. So she's at 209. Um, you know, uh, 209550. So she's, she's up in the top 10. Okay. So, but this, but that's nothing compared to what the base salary yeah, is. I know. And, and how quickly their salary, salary elevates. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So, but this is where we are. And that's why I guess there are a lot of people are transcended. There's a very good movie, funny movie. It's it's a B movie, but it's a funny movie. Juana Man, you ever see Juana oh, Man? Of course, classic. Yeah, yeah. Juana Man. There's so much going on in that movie that tells you a lot about what's going on mm-hmm. here, and and what's where we're going. Okay, with yeah. this transcendent thing, because everything we just talked about basically went on in that movie. Yeah, I, I mean, now that I think that movie was ahead of its time. Yeah, it was. Because, it was. I mean, that was a story of now, of course, you know. It, Anybody with eyes could have told he was a man. <laughs> but, you know, just the fact of how he dominated. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, I mean that that's real life. But even now, with, I mean, if you look at some of these transgender-type situations, you would be able to tell if it was a female or a male, you know, that, you know, after they even done the transgendering, um, you know, with the, you know, yeah, because you yeah. could tell... Some of them just have features and whatever the case may be. So like Joanna, man, you would mm-hmm. still say, hey, something different about right. this person, you know. And then how they were getting up and down the court. And, mm-hmm. you know, Joanna, man, gave herself up because she dumped the basketball. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so yeah. and everybody's just looking at her and saying, okay, you know. So well, and and, and I, I'll tell you it's funny because my wife will show me some people on Instagram. She'd be like, she'd be like, baby, look, look at her. I'm like, okay. And she's like, you think she look good? And I'm like, okay, like this, this right here looks like. And she's like, yeah, that used to be a man. I'm like, okay, like why are you even gonna show me? Uh, well, we got we so we got celebrities right now, you know. Oh yeah, um, dude a, from uh, Family Matters. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, there's a lot of them out like, there. D- Darius. Yeah. Um. And and then um. The one from Orange is the New Black, uh, what's her name? Oh, uh, yeah, okay. I, yeah, you I, know I what I'm talking about. about. Laverne Cox. Laverne Cox. Le, you know, and they're all dating men. Yeah. And, and she's a great actor. So yeah. She and, does and, a great yeah. job. Yeah, and the debate. And if you didn't know her story, you could be fooled by the way she dresses, by the way she dresses and everything. I fooled, but, I, but I, I, by the way, you know. I get what you're coming from. Yeah, I get yeah, where you're coming yeah, from. Yeah, okay. <laughs> don't, don't pay attention to the letter right now. Uh, <laughs> But anyway, but we're just saying, just just look out for this. This is not going away, guys. No, it's it's not. not going away, and especially with this young lady doing what she's doing, um, you're going to get a lot of. She's going to get some breast back sooner or later. 
um, from a lot of people. Well, I mean, I, I think the biggest thing is if she keeps going the way she's going, when she goes to the NCAA championships, she's going to break all the women's records and she may break a world record. Now, now I guarantee you right now, there's a little bit of an uproar. Yeah. At NCAA swimming championships, mm-hmm. there's gonna be a big uproar if yeah. she, if she breaks a world record. Cause you know, if how old she, is she? Um, I don't know. Okay. But if, if she breaks a world record, then it's possible that record will never be broken by a fe- a naturally a female. born female ever. Yeah, that's so, a possibility. Yeah. Um, she um. I'm trying to see how old she because I'm thinking to myself about the Olympics and I'm sure she's going to try to compete in the next Olympics, which is 2024. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. And so, she'll, she'll probably be prime for it. Yeah. And, but I mean, you know, as you said before, like the way it's going, the only people on the Olympic team may be, I mean, not to say they may all be transgender. So w- one thing it did say that they thought would make it fair. So apparently when they go to that um, gender reassignment surgery, they're supposed to sit out a year while taking like whatever medicine oh, they take to try to. Yeah. Try to um, but I mean, you know, I, I don't know. Like I, I think a naturally born man um, will out strength and outspeed a naturally born female in most sports. But do you think that she should be swimming with the? No, I, I, okay. I mean, no, personally, I don't. Okay. All right. And, and I mean, so, you know, that, that's what I was trying to think. Okay. Like, what is that other category that kind of evens the playing field? Now, if they had, and, you know, I, I just know for, um, so sometimes I see it in track and swimming and swimming, like they'll have like a, a mixed relay where it'll be like boys and girls. Like maybe it has to have two boys, two girls. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I could see if there was like a mixed, mixed events, but I mean, I, I just don't see how it's fair. And, you know, like if like I think about my daughter, if she like if my daughter was swimming and let's say she's the best naturally born female, but she's always numbered. I, I don't know. Yeah. You know, it's well, you, yeah, you're you, going to you get tired. It, you're going to get tired of that. Yeah, you you want to make it fair. Yeah, you're going yeah, to definitely um say something about it. So and, you know, I always think, too, is like, OK, when is it going to come to people who are doing the reassignment just to dominate to get fame because I mean we talk about social media what people will do to get fame get money get publicity so I mean and and, and nothing against any females who may be be uh, <laughs> listening yeah and I'm just gonna say allegedly just because yeah. I want to get myself right. in trouble yeah but I mean if people are doing if ladies are doing BBLs to look better and gain popularity and status and all that and you know feel better about themselves then I can see a lot of people who are not now, but you know, maybe doing gender reassignment to dominate certain sports and get that publicity. That but that pain. would be mainly men <clears throat> to female. Yes. So what about the female to men? Um. So you know, I mean, I I I think that's different because they won't have that opportunity. Yeah. Well, I mean, they'll have that opportunity. Now, the, you know, they, now they you might have, they, you they might have some, excel in it. but you might have some that are, are classified tomboys. Yeah. I'm going to say that maybe go ahead and do that transition so they can play the sports that they really like to play. Mm-hmm. Let's say like, you know, we have women football leagues out there 
you might, I'm sure there's a couple of them because there's been a couple of young ladies to play college football yeah. that would really want to play football on a regular basis and get into the pros. Yeah. So somebody like that might want to do the surgery so that they have the, you know, be able to put on the weight and to be able to do the things that a, that a man would do in, in, um, the NFL or college or whatever the case may yeah, be. Definitely. Well, so. and like I, I'll tell you, even for uh, middle school sports, there's a lot of middle school male sports that women are allowed. Mm-hmm. One of them specifically wrestling. Oh, yeah. You know, so, and, and I, um, I definitely heard of, you know, football yeah, and right. some other ones. So. I think there was a transgendered um, wrestler that competed recently too. Okay. So that was, uh, that was once a male, but he was now competing against the women. Um, so, this is not going away, folks. Um, and we want to make sure that people understand that, you know, it's not going away. And we're going to have to keep an eye on this to see what's going to happen with this story and other stories like it. You are listening to um, News and Trends with Dave and Lynn. And we thank you for tuning in and listening. If you have any comments on anything that we said so far, Feel free to put it in our um, comment section and we can um, take a look at it and see what's happening. We're going to move on with our next story at this time. Um, since we're on the subject of sports, um, I'm going to talk about the news that came out yesterday on, <laughs> some people are calling it Black Monday, um, where 37 NFL football players tested positive for COVID. On one day. So they, they, they must have a, a, a hell of a weekend. Yeah, they, they yeah. had a hell of a weekend, you know. Um, and a lot of these players played in games this weekend. Now, we can't say for sure that all the tests were definitely positive tests because some of them could have been false positives or whatever. But what they have to do is have two negative tests within a 48-hour period in order to be able to play the next game, which... Some would be Thursday, some would mm-hmm. be on the week over the weekend on Sunday. Ironically, another person tested positive today, Mr. Odell Beckham, who played for the Los Angeles Rams last night into last night's game. I'm watching him catching passes last night, right. so I know he played because I saw him playing. And today he he tested positive, and it's. This thing is really crazy right now um, with this COVID thing because this the league is saying that the teams are saying that close to 80 to 90 percent of their teams all say that they have 80 and 90 percent vaccination um, rates on their team. Okay, do, do you believe that? I, how can we when we got 37 right. players? testing positive on the same day. Some of these teams have five or six guys out. So, like the Eagles are going to play Washington this weekend. They got five guys out. So I, I wonder if the people who um, tested positive were vaccinated. Because, I mean, well, hold on. Isn't there a requirement that every player be no. vaccinated? It's a request that all players be vaccinated. That's why not every team has 100%. Uh, I think there's only one or two teams that are fully vaccinated. Uh, the Eagles are over 90%. Okay. Um, but not every team is 100% vaccinated. Like the Cowboys just had eight 
nine when we last talked, there was nine people on the Cowboys um, between their staff and their coach that had COVID. So when you look at this and you say to yourself, how can this be? You know, and what are these people doing if they are off? True false, um, true positive test. Mm-hmm. What is what are these people doing that's causing all of right. this? Who are you coming in contact? Are are they all going to Magic City? Are they all yeah. hanging out in Atlanta getting wings? Right. <laughs> you well, know what well, I'm saying? You know, like it, it's funny because when you told me, I'm thinking, okay, after the game, we probably going to go party. So it's like, okay, like what? Think of all the people that that guy. If that's a true, if it, 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 just talking about Beckham. Now, like I said, Beckham definitely played last night. I watched him play. And Beckham's a wild boy, you know. So if he decided, and his team, his team won last night. So if he decided, and they're in L.A., okay. Well, were they in L.A. last? Yeah, they were in L.A. Um, if if he decided, let's go out and party, right? And he got a crew with him, and of course, I know he's coming in contact with some other people, mm-hmm. and he has COVID. If he does, right. Think about all the contact tracing that they're going to oh, have yeah, to nah, do. I, I agree. Okay. Or just think about all that they had to do. You know, um, I was watching a basketball game. Um, uh, this was a couple of weeks ago. Joel Embiid had COVID um, for the Sixers. And they had just won a game, and they were all hugging and whatever. The last game before he uh, finds out he has COVID, and then all of a sudden it's announced that he has COVID. And I'm wondering, if I'm a player, yeah, worried. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Wait, hold on. I was hugging that dude. I was doing uh, this. I've been sitting next to him on the bench. You know, he's been sweating. He's been doing all this other stuff. It's it's crazy right now with all of this that's going on. Well, I mean, you know, it, it's funny you say it because that was the first thing I thought about just now when you talked about it. I'm like, okay, if all of these players have COVID, I'm sure they, they spread it to their teammates. You oh, know? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. like, even though we're going into – the end of this week where they'll probably retest, what, 24 hours apart? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm sure there are going to be some other players who pop up with the symptoms and test positive. I'm sure there is because now, now that's how, probably how Beckham got now, found Now, how, how often do you think they're testing them? Well, they're think? testing them every week. Just once the, a week? Um, I, I think some teams, I think the, the, the teams that have people that aren't vaccinated, they get tested twice a week, okay. I think I read. And then the, uh, the other guys are being tested once a week. And especially if they've come in contact with somebody that has COVID. And then, like I said, they have to have two negative tests within 48 hours to be able to play in that next game. Wow. So, so there's a lot of scrambling that's going to be happening. And especially for those that have a short week where they play on Thursday, mm-hmm. you know, that, uh, <laughs> that, that they have to get their team and make sure that they know who's going right. to be playing that week. Oh yeah, well, and, and I'm sure that probably makes it hard because that's some last minute switching up plays, switching up positions. Just think if you lose your quarterback during that time, yeah. and your quarterback and is one of the better quarterbacks in the league, <laughs> right. and you got go- and your backup hasn't played a game all season, and you yep. got to put your backup out yeah. there. So that's that makes all the difference in the world um, as far as that's concerned. So we got to make sure. You know, we are paying attention to everything leading into what's going on with these players. Now, on top of that, the stadiums um, that all of these players are playing in, now there's, um, especially in these large cities, Los Angeles has already done it. We can already talk about Philadelphia. 
Now you have to show your vaccination card to get into these stadiums now, and especially when you're going around to all the different restaurants and the eateries, you got to show your vaccination card to even get into these places now, and you have to be fully vaccinated. Don't necessarily have to have your booster, but as long as you're fully vaccinated with some type of, vac- of uh, vaccination, Moderna, Johnson, Johnson, or Pfizer, you have to show that card that says that you can come into that right. venue. And, and to be honest, I'm, I'm not mad at that at all. Um, one thing I was thinking, too, I just want to get your opinion, and this may be devil's advocate. Why are they testing these players the day after the game instead of the day before the game? Because they probably came in contact with somebody else. That Because the Rams had a couple guys that came out positive. So he Prior probably, to the game? Yeah. Okay. Well, prior, they didn't play last night. Gotcha. Okay. They, they yeah. didn't play last night, and they know they tested players to make sure um, they might have been hanging around those guys, so they tested the whole team. Right. So the day this guy came uh, back, okay. gotcha. That's gotcha. what happened. You know. Yeah. So that's the reason that it happened. But you know, now with people going in the stadium, because I don't know if you guys watch and see how packed some of these places are. And a college game? Oh my God! These college stadiums. Yeah, I'm sure. I was watching and, the and, and probably no mask. No mask. When they scan, when they scan the uh, um, the crowds and everything, you never see anybody yeah. with a mask on. Yeah. You know. And and I'm about to say, if you know, like I know in Alabama where they're like anti-mask, mm-hmm. and and you know, I see them at the Alabama Auburn mm-hmm. games on TV, of course. Yeah. I'm just like Jesus. Like I those I stadiums hold a hundred thousand people. Think about that. And a good percentage of them do not have masks on. Okay, so when you when you think about that and you see these and they're young college students, they're jumping around, they're having a good time, they're drinking. Half of them don't have shirts on, you know, you know, and they're jumping around, they're sweating. You know, it's just a lot going on at these games. And even with the pro games, the same thing's happening. So now it's affecting the eateries and all, you know, so now you're affecting the dollars and cents because not everybody is Mm going to be able to. Go up and buy right. food or whatever. And, and they're probably already short-staffed anyway because right. half of all businesses oh, are short-staffed. Short-staffed. And And then keep in mind, the owners are losing money too because if you have season ticket holders who are not vaccinated, okay, they're not coming to the games and they got to figure out, you know, if you, hey, if they're one of these people to say, I'm not getting vaccination, so cancel my tickets, then – or they sell them to somebody mm-hmm. else. You're going to lose those people as as ticket holders. So, but of course somebody will jump in. Yeah, but you know, I'm, but I'm that's sure those waiting lines. But are long. you know, you might have a couple of people have been doing it forever, yeah. coming to the games forever. So, but and so I'm going to go transition from that because now, um, with the the whole thing about having to be vaccinated about getting into these stadiums and everything, um, like. Um, the Link, uh, Lincoln Financial Field where the Eagles play and, of course, Citizen Bank Park where the Phillies play, um, Wells Fargo Center uh, where the Eagles play. Now you're getting into a lot of the things that are going on in the city of Philadelphia, city of Los Angeles, some of these other big cities. cities. The mandate just came down for Philadelphia, Los Angeles. You cannot go into a restaurant and eat in the restaurant without showing your vaccination card. You have to be fully vaccinated to eat inside a restaurant now in one of these big cities. And I'm sure it's going to be 
a lot of places are going to be following. We're here in Delaware. It hasn't happened here in Delaware yet, but, but Delaware it, has it, basically been following Pennsylvania and Philadelphia area of with coming. a lot of stuff. So it is definitely coming, you know. So we did the story last week about the guy that uh, was selling the fake vaccination cards. Right. You know, uh, I wonder if he still got a few because I'm sure a lot of people are going to try to get a hold of him. You know that. You know. Um, well, I mean, he, he he's in jail. Yeah, so he's, he's going to jail. You, you have yeah. to find another. Yeah, source you got to that. find another source for that, right? But this is the whole thing. This, how are they going to be able to tell if people are trying to get over? They're going to have a lot of bad people. People are going to walk up to the door and say, "Hey, I'm." You know, can I get a C for two? Uh, you got your vaccination card? No, I'm not vaccinated. But I was just here like a couple of weeks ago. Right, not not to not today. Yeah, and of course that's gonna in some of these cities that's gonna cause a problem. That's how the fight started, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but this is where we are, folks. This is the new norm. Um, we're getting ready to go into you know our, the the cold of the winter. And, of course, a lot of us are going to be indoors or whatever the case may be. But every now and then we're going to want to go out for dinner or whatever the case may be. And you might have one person that's vaccinated and another one that's not. And whoever it is that's right. with you, and you get you can get in and the other person can't. So now you got to make a decision. <laughs> okay, wait for it. I'll bring you something to the car. <laughs> You know, something like that. Yeah. Or, or, or I mean, to be honest, those people just know they can't go. They can't you know, go. It's almost like when you're coming up and um, you know that you can't get into the club unless you're 21. Yeah, so that's you right. Just, you may try to sneak. I'm sure there'll be a lot of people try to sneak in, but, you know, I guess fortunately or unfortunately, you know, if, if you're not vaccinated, you will not be able to make it in. Yeah. And and to be honest, like, I'm I'm not mad. You know, I think that needs to be done. Of course, you know, not everybody is going to like it, but I mean, you know, it, it is what it is. I mean, I, I was looking at this story and I was saying to myself, oh man, here we go. Now, <clears throat> Philadelphia is already going through a lot right now with all that's going on in Philadelphia and leading the nation and, and shootings and so forth. Um, I wonder how much this increases the attitudes and everything. And especially now, you know, as an older adult, you know, when we're told no, we kind of, mm-hmm. you know, we kind of can handle it. S- some of y'all. Some of us, yeah. yeah some not, of us. Not all, not all, all of y'all. Yeah. We, 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 we done seen the videos yeah. on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, we, look, did you see the fight up there? And at the, did you see the No. I, oh, I yeah, did not yeah, get yeah. To look at it. Yeah, well, you know, he's something kidding about the older folks. I was telling, I was telling Leonard about a story that happened last week with, uh, up at the Harris Hotel up in New Jersey in um, Atlantic City where a group of guys who were realtors and mortgage brokers got into this Donnybrook of a fight. Um, and that's an old term here for some of you guys, you young folks out there, um, that that they were throwing haymakers, man. I mean, this one dude, did you see the video? No, I, I have not. Okay. I'm going to bring uh, it up uh, now. Okay. Of course, they got, the, bring it up. They, they got but, the commercial in front of yeah, them. Yeah, but it was crazy. When you see this thing, this one dude, man, knocks this guy out. He hits this dude so hard. Well, you'll see it in a minute. I mean... And then there's a guy with a cheer, and he's hitting people with this cheer, and these, and they got suits on and and everything, 
and and it's not just it's a, and it's all different colors in in his room, you know. Right. So it, so security didn't come up. And security was there, but they were just slow. They were slow yeah, looking. they would probably unbelievable. They probably right. say, "Wait, is this really happening?" Yeah, you know, so, like, we, we don't get paid. For yeah, all we this. don't get paid for all this, and 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 you know, but it was it was just crazy. So yeah, when older people, it's not always just the young people because we don't people don't like to be told no, but when you see something like this that happens and um and of course you know even with the casinos and everything you know if you're not vaccinated you can't get into yeah. these places either and you know some people spend their whole lives in these casinos i go to delaware park very rarely when i go into delaware park i don't even go there to gamma i go there to listen to the, the entertainment and so forth I see certain people there every time I go there. I see the same people every time I go oh, there. Sure. They, and they, I'll be they, saying, do you ever go home? You know, it's amazing to me. So if those people, if those people who've been going there for years are not vaccinated and they can't get in now, what do they do? They're going to have to make up a system. Okay. We, uh, let it. <laughs> yeah. Leonard just pulled up the video for the fight in Atlantic and, City. And, and, and it's so funny because you see the ladies trying to. Uh, yeah, see, that guy got suit. There. He got a suit jacket yeah, on. They, they, yeah, they, and they, they all, all do. Yeah, they all do. Yeah, they all do. And, and security don't. <laughs> yeah. You don't know what to this do. This guy is beating this poor guy to death. Look, they're, <laughs> yeah. they're stumping people and everything in there. They they definitely get it. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. And you saw that first punch, right? Where the guy hit the I guy did. and knocked him through the floor. I did. Yeah. In fact, he didn't just knock him through the floor. He, he did a superhero punch <laughs> and the guy slid back <laughs> on the floor. So. Yeah, it, it, it's just crazy. Um, it was at the Realtors <laughs> Triple Play Convention. There you go. Uh, and it was an icebreaker reception in the Palladium Ballroom at Caesars. All right. So do, do you cancel that conference right there? Uh, I won't have those people back again. I can tell you that yeah, now. That is crazy. You know, and I and they wasn't no young people. Mm-mm. Look, watch, watch again. Yeah, he, did. <laughs> he hit that dude so hard, man. And, and you know, it's a and sh- then this guy's back here hitting right. people with the cheer. Yeah, you know, it's crazy because it, it looked like he sucker punched that guy too because he's standing. The guy wasn't. The guy had his face turned. It was, yeah. You know, so he didn't even see it coming. And um. <laughs> All you see in the background is people with their phones out recording this. People, look, look, and what? Like he, he can't even stand. He's like, he's like, oh man, yeah, that's that's that, crazy. That that was dirty. Yeah, that was that was dirty. I saw that on when I saw that, I was just like, my mouth just dropped open. And this guy tried not to get hit. This filming, did you see that? Mm-hmm. You know, so. But this is the world that we're living in. So you know, when you tell somebody no, with yeah. this whole vaccine thing. There's a potential for this kind of stuff. Yeah, I happen. mean, you know, even when we think about it, like I, I remember when everything first started, you remember there were a lot of issues with people wearing masks. One of them that I think specifically is an incident in Detroit, and there was somebody trying to get into a club or a bar lounge. They, um, they got into it regarding because they did not want to wear their mask, and they shot the security officer. It, it, it was a big story last year when it first started. So, um, you know, it was crazy because Everywhere where I feel like masks are mandatory is where violence has gone up. The number one place, and I mean, I didn't even know there's so much violence at the airport, but you know, the airport and like on the airplane, you know, and it's so crazy because if you know masks are required on the airplane, Mm -hmm. why is it even an issue? 
You know, because I mean, you always got crazy. somebody that thinks they're better, you know, and that wants to buck the system. <laughs> um, it's just like if you put on a sign, if you're having an event and as a promoter, uh, uh, you know, specifically put things on a plot flyer and a poster or whatever the case may be and or on a on a message that I send out and I say, this is required. And you show up without it. And you going to get mad at me because I won't let you in? Right. Okay. What kind of mess is that? You know, that, that, that makes no, that makes no sense, you know, but that's where we are in the world today. So hopefully, uh, hopefully, you know, with these new mandates coming down, like I said, Delaware is coming. Mm -hmm. Um, just letting you know. So, um, you know, make sure if you are people who, who are vaccinated or people that aren't vaccinated, just make sure you pay attention to what's being told to you because don't go into a place and want to get an attitude because they tell you you can't come in if you don't have your card or you're not vaccinated. That's what I'm going to say. If you don't have your card or you're not vaccinated. Best thing to do, I have mine on my phone. I took pictures of it. Yeah, I took pictures of it, and I have mine on my phone. Um so just for that reason, in case I did leave my car at home or something like that, I can show. And they are, you know, they said if you have it on your phone, you know, and it has your name and everything on it, that's another thing because they have to be yeah. able to see the name. Well, they they also said you got to have your ID with it so they can match it up. Yeah, there you go. So that's. Yeah. So. And, and, you know, even one thing I would say, and even for anyone who's not vaccinated, just expect the unexpected. Mm-hmm. Like anywhere you go, because. Even though a lot of places, it's like the city, state, or um, maybe city, state, or county regulation, individual businesses can impose that mm-hmm. anyway, you know, as long as they're not breaking any laws. So, I mean, even, you know, if, if I'm in Florida and if I'm in Miami and, you know, I think it's good to go because they don't have a city mandate, it's possible that a business there may have a mandate that, um, and you, you have know, to respect that. It. Well, hold on. So I can see them requiring the mask. Can they require you to be vaccinated well, and check it? No, no, not if okay. there's not a mandate there. You know, I mean, of course, people can comply if they want to. Mm-hmm. Now, the mask thing, you know, that's that's a preference thing. But but when you come to these mandates, that's a whole different story. Right. You know, because people are going to challenge you on that. So. But we'll see what happens. The world is watching, y'all. The world is watching. You are listening to uh, News and Trends with Dave and Lynn. Um, hopefully, you're enjoying what we're talking about so far. If you have anything to say, please feel free to uh, make a comment or two in reference to that, and we will definitely try to make sure we reach back out to you for what you put down. Uh, I'm going to go into this next story. This is a what-would-you-do type thing, guys. Uh um, and this is for both the men and the women. But I'm going to rehash a story that was popular a couple of years ago that really truly happened. Um, it actually happened back in 2017. Um, but I, it's kind of, kind of worked its way back up in the news again recently. Um, and it's, it's kind of an interesting situation. And I, I and I wanted to bring it up to my partner to see how, uh, uh, you know, how most people would probably handle it today because, you know, 2017 wasn't that long ago. But now so many things have happened since 2017. Would the situation still be the same way? So this is the situation. 
there was a young lady, her name was Bree, who um allegedly allegedly, okay. But if you look up the story, you're gonna see that name. Anyway, oh <laughs> the the young lady um and her boyfriend, uh she had a boyfriend who they were um you know, they were a good couple and whatever, but they were going through some things or whatever. Um she decided you know, they wanted to have a, she wanted to have a talk about some of the things that was going on, but the, when they were getting ready to talk, the boyfriend gets a phone call on a, uh, a text message and he gets up to make a phone call. And, and he, um, and he gets this call and, um, you know, he's taking the call privately and then comes back and he's all, dis- he's all distraught. And, you know, he even starts crying and so forth. And he tells, he tells, um, the girlfriend that it's his mother. His mother's not doing too well. She's had some medical issues and that he needed to go see her because, uh, he wasn't sure what was going on and he needed to get on the next plane smoking. So he looks, starts looking up flights and whatever and he finds a flight. Uh, he was going to, he said he was going to New York. That's where he was going. And he, uh, he gets it, he books the flight and the girlfriend said, Hey, you know, I understand. Do you want me to come with you? And he said, Nah, I, I should be all right. So forth. They end up spending the night to de- together. She's comforting him and so forth and so forth. Um, next day he gets up and, um, he drives himself to the airport. That's the last time she sees him. And he said it'd be back in a couple of days, whatever the case may be. So she's concerned and whatever. She's all right. She's all right thinking about him and, and, um, and so forth. And then. And I'm about to say real quick, we found her page on Instagram. Yeah. She has an Instagram page. And ladies and gentlemen, she is not a bad looking girl. She, she's, uh, so, and of course the, the story has caused new fame for her, I'm sure. And she has. Cause, um, I know she was on, um, a couple talk shows and so forth. So, um, she, she became pretty popular and a lot of guys started trying to hit her up and whatever the case may be. But, um, so that next day she, um, she also just started doing Uber and she gets an Uber. She said, I'm going to do Uber today because she had a couple different jobs. She said, I'm going to do Uber, um, you know, try to get her mind off of what was going on with her and her boyfriend and, you know, the boyfriend's mom and so forth. And she, she does, she turns on her Uber thing and she gets a fare right away. And she had to go to the airport where she, uh, where, um, she had, um, her boyfriend had just went to and she goes and picks up a fare, a young lady, uh, who gets in her car and then the young lady gets in the car. She's all excited, said, you know, um, so she starts driving to the, to the address. And the lady was really talking and talking about this was her first time in town and she was going to visit her man and all of this stuff. It's been so long since she's seen him and all this kind of stuff. This was her first time coming here. Apparently he had been to see her. So, so she's driving and she's listening and she's like, she, the whole time the girl is talking, she's starting, she's missing her guy because her guy's out of town, but she's talking back and forth with her. So they finally, the drive's about 15 minutes. They finally get to the area where the person lives. And so the uh, driver gets a concerned look on her face because she recognized the area. 
and it's the same area where her boyfriend lives. Okay, so she just said, "What a coincidence!" So she didn't say anything to the to the girl about it. she knew, she knew the area. So she said, "Well, you know, you know what building he lives in? It's an apartment complex. You know what building he lives in?" And the, uh, the girl said, "Well, I'm not sure, but let me, you know, because I've never been here before." So she's fumbling around trying to find the exact apartment, and she finally gets it. And so they drive around, and as she drives around, she's saying, well, you know, this is like right where my man lives, you know. But she didn't think anything of it because there's other units there, you know, until she gets around the corner and she sees his car. And his car is there. And make a long story short, she pulls up to the place after she gets to it, and out walks her boyfriend walking to the car because the girl just texted to come get her bags help her with her bag, and the boyfriend walks out to the car, he gets halfway to the car, and he sees his girlfriend driving the Uber, and takes off running back to the house, and the girlfriend jumps out of the car, oh, no, you don't, and she starts fussing with him and hitting him and whatever. Now, think about this, guys, and I'm going to say females, too. This is a aha moment, so forth and so forth. Now, this... And keep in mind, she jumps out the car. The female, the fair is still in the car. All right? The fair gets out of the car and starts beating on her because she's hitting her man. Instead of taking sides with her and saying, oh, so this is what we're doing? You're cheating on both of us? And so the question is, what happens here? What is, what, what, how do you handle this situation? So, <clears throat> I'd just like to lead off by saying allegedly, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I mean, you know, that, that's definitely a hard situation. I, I think if, if, if you're the girl or, you know, like the, the role the girl had in this story, I think you're going to do exactly what she did. Cause you know, I, I think it's going to be some rage. Like I'm, I'm looking at um the article. I'm looking at her words, and she says his dumb ass couldn't beat me to the door before I started beating his ass. Yeah. So he got to. Him. So I mean, you know, I like, you know, a lot of times we see in movies and stuff like rage and people do stuff without thinking. Mm-hmm. I could see this being something where you kind of act, and you don't, you don't, you don't think about. It. You just kind of well, get you out. You read in the do. article. She says she lost it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, so, definitely. You know, and thank God she didn't have a weapon or anything, right. you know. It so might have been over. It might have been over for him. Been over for him in yeah. fact, his grandma might not have been the only one in the hospital. <laughs> it was mother. Yeah, it was his mother. mother. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, hard to tell. Now, if you're the guy, <clears throat> whew, I mean, you know, t- to be honest, I think it's just one of them situations where you just give it up. You know, you you just let it go. Like, I mean, th- there's some stuff you can't deny. And, you know, just being in the act like that, you know, there's nothing you can say or do to make that situation better. Um, But I think what you have to do right there, you have to make a decision which way you're going to go. You know, either you're going to let the one walk away or you're going to try to, you know, keep your girl. Well, he he tried to have his cake and eat it, too, because um, there's a couple of articles out there. um, I don't see it on this one, but there there's text messages from him after the whole incident goes down. And he clearly is trying to get the driver back, you know. 
and and you know she's just playing along. See, another thing that happened also was the 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 fair left her bags in the driver's car. So when the driver left, she had her bags and everything. And so he hit her up, kept trying to get her to bring the bag back, and she kept saying, "What bags? I don't know." There's a nice pair of glasses in here, though. I think I'm going to keep these. They look good on me. But she said, I don't know anything about any bags. And then she showed back up, and she had a plastic bag with some trash in it. She said, were you talking about this? That's the only bags I see in the car, you know. And so, you know, of course, you know. But then there's text messages from him that you can see, allegedly, from him, that he's trying to get her back, said it was a dumb move. I was just bored, so forth and so forth. Please take me back. Please talk to me. And she has nothing, you know, she just totally blowing them off. Um, but it's just interesting how he thought that he could even come back from that when it, you know, it's clear that what the situation was. Um, if you, if, uh, uh, Lynn is looking at the, uh, at the, what you call, them? um, let me see. It's, when you read the article, it's hysterical what happens when she actually sees, when he actually sees her in the car and he tries to take off running, you know. And I mean, she was really getting ready to hurt, hurt him. <laughs> but I think if you go down, you'll see the text messages. I just wanted to see. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're not there. Yeah, they're not okay. in this one. Okay. But it's just interesting <laughs> that this guy is really spending all this energy, time and energy trying to get this woman back. And it's just not, you know, she's like, uh, yeah, you I think mean, I'm coming back to right, you? She, you crazy. Done. You know. Um, and, and anyone listening, you can see the article. It's on ebony.com. Yeah. And if you Google Uber Bay dating infidelity, um, you know, it'll probably come up. But yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, it's definitely crazy. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a, it's a situation because when you look at it nowadays online, you can be anybody you want to be. Uh, Instagram, this, Celebrated. What was that? Today they were talking about how they reached a certain amount of uh, well, uh, subscribers. Yeah, subscribers. Oh, wow. And it was uh, announced today, you know, that they just set a record for the number of subscribers that they had. And when you go on Instagram, there was a guy yesterday. Um, I listened to Steve Harvey in the morning, and there was the they do the the strawberry letter where mm-hmm. Steve always gives advice or whatever. It's really funny half the time. But there there was a Yesterday's strawberry letter was about a husband and wife, and the wife was saying that the husband has uh, has followed 938 Instagram models, <laughs> right? And that's yeah, all he does all day long is spend time looking at these pictures and everything that they sent. Now, Instagram, I stayed, I'd be personal, you know, Leonard to tell you guys, I stayed off of Instagram for years. But, but you're on now. But, but if you look at my profile... It ain't much in my profile because I didn't want, I'm not, I'm on there just for business reasons, but, oh, don't, don't even try it. But for business reasons, but just the attention that you get just signing on. I, I must have had like five or six models hit me up right away. Hey, how you doing? And all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, I don't have a picture up. I don't have anything up. Spammers. Yeah, that's what it is. Spammers and trying to get, and and you know they got everything down to a T, trying to get your money. I love you. Yeah. You ever you ever ask? You know, I had I I was talking to this one person one time, and they said 
they were up there talking. I just wanted to see how far it would go before I realized they were going before they asked me for money somehow. Mm -hmm. And they said, you know, we're talking and we're talking. And then they said, my birthday is tomorrow. And I started laughing. Right. I said, I said, yeah, that? mine is too. I said, mine is tomorrow too. What you going to get me? And they got real quiet. I didn't hear from them again after that, uh, you know, course. so because that's usually the code because you know what they're doing, you know, so, but this guy had 938 people that he was following. So, but this is the world that we live in, guys. It's so easy to be able to, to do. And that, I'm not just talking about men. I'm talking about females too. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about females because if you look at Instagram, it's a female social media page, really. If you look at it, most of the people on there that are making the money on there are mostly the females that are making it. And they're changing their looks to be able to make the money. Yeah. Well, kind of like we talked about the whole trans yeah, industry. Yeah. Like, yeah. People are changing themselves to be what they want to be because they realize, for different reasons. They realize that they have to look a certain way to be able to get any paper, any type of uh, notoriety, or whatever the case may be. And, you know, and a lot of it is so obvious what they're doing, you know, so... But I'm just saying, I just brought that story up because I, I saw it pop back up mm -hmm. recently. And it was just, I know uh, I, I know a lot of people have been in situations where people have gotten caught in little situations where I know I, I in the past it's happened to me. I understand. So I, and not necessarily I was cheating or anything, but it's just interesting how you could, you could think that no one's going to see you doing something, mm -hmm. but somebody always sees you doing it. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so think about the possibility, folks. Uh, uh, Uber fare happening. Uber contacts you and say, Hey, we got a fare for you. And is this the girl who's dating your man? Think about the possibility. Yeah, I mean, slim, unbelievable, slim, slim right? Unbelievable, so right? Some, somebody's destiny was met that right, way. Right, right. I mean, this is movie stuff right here, you know, so and I wonder if they'll make a movie about it, <laughs> you know, so think about it. So, but anyway, I, you know, we're going to leave it there. If you guys ever have, if you guys have any opinions about that, you can put it in the chat and we can get back to you at some point. But um, we want to say um, thank you because our time is here. We're, where are we? Way, way over. We, yeah, we, we had so much fun talking today. You know, we went, we went over a time, but we want to thank you guys for listening and um len you have anything you want to add nope um you know make sure you follow us on all podcast platforms um specifically podbean make sure you if you're listening to this just drop us a comment if there's any topics you'd like us to cover let us know follow us on facebook at news and trends and other than that you know we hope you have a good week we know christmas is coming up don't go broke yeah that's Try right to. Well, we got one more show before Christmas yeah, don't, anyway. Don't, so. don't go broke trying to make them kids happy. Yeah. <laughs> they, 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 the more you do, the less they appreciate. There you go. There you go. So, But I want to say um, thank you for tuning in. This is Dave Coker. And we got, we got Leonard Young here. And we're going to say good night. Join us next week for another edition of News and Friends with your host, 